Well, that was so weak. That's okay. How was your weekend? Good. Yeah? How was yours? It was very nice. Nice. Do anything special? Fun? Exciting? I went up to Aaron's cabin for the weekend, and it was very nice. Nice. Do you do lots of fun outside things? Yeah, for the most part. It was, um, we did a, did some kayaking. Um, that was mm. nice. I, uh. Did you fall in? Uh, yes. But that was my, so the issue was, um. Here comes the excuses. No, it's not an excuse. It's an explanation. The way to get into the kayak, so uh, I've gone kayaking lots of times, but I've only ever launched from a shore. You know, oh. you basically get in like basically mm-hmm. on the shore, like, you know, just like foot deep in water and just push yourself in mm-hmm. using your paddle or whatever. But they don't have like like their shore, as it were, is covered in like steep rocks and stuff. Like it's not actually a shore at all near their dock. So it's like the kayak is tied up off the dock and you have to like kind of just like settle yourself in while it's floating on the water off the dock. Yeah. And the first time more tricky. Yeah. And the first time I did it successfully. And the second time I don't really know what happened, but like (laughs) I I was in and all of a sudden I feel it start to tilt. Yeah. And I'm trying to like adjust myself, but something that like somehow like I had oriented the kayak. So there was nothing for me to grab onto. Like I wasn't actually like, I was perpendicular to the dock in the kayak, so there's nothing for me to grab onto to try and steady myself. So I just mm-hmm. kind of keep slowly tilting, slowly tilting until water starts running in, and then I have to just kind of like step out into waist deep water. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was so dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, I technically tipped the kayak, but yeah. it, it was rather minimal, and I got it dealt with and then caught in successfully the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yes, so that was that was about the most eventful thing um, on that front. But what they do up there, because their cabin is like a, it's not super isolated. It's in like a neighborhood of cabins, mm-hmm. and uh, they do a parade every year around the neighborhood. And people like decorate. A lot of people up there have like golf carts um, or four wheelers or whatever, various small motor vehicles, and so they'll decorate them and do a parade around the neighborhood. So there were something like 60 golf carts and such all uh, decorated for like an hour long parade. Wow. Yeah. It's a whole thing because the local the local bar um, supports it now. Like they've made it an official thing and do a fundraiser surrounding it and everything. Yeah. So it was, it was a whole thing. It was pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. And you went camping, right? Yes. Nice. How was that? It was a absolutely wonderful good yeah it was a it was a great backpacking trip nice it was short because it was with a a few friends one of whom had never been like backpacking or anything like that before so we tried to make it somewhat reasonable for an introduction um and yeah it was just it was gorgeous and it was just wonderful to spend some time outside and yeah, I don't know. Awesome. Yeah, Aaron and I, Aaron and I had, you could say, dipped our toes in the water of camping. Um, oh. Because her little brother had several of his running friends up from college. 
Oh, yes. And, and they just yes. kind of took over all of the actual beds. And so we ended up in a tent. Yep. Um, so that was like, it was a thing, you know, it, we enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It was actually really nice because we pitched the tent right on there, like on like the lake side of their property, like right up against the lake. Um, so we like had the mesh part of the tent open to the lake. Uh, mm-hmm. It was really nice. So we uh, we had already planned a camping trip for later this summer. And we were planning on just using other people's stuff. But we were kind of like, you know what? Like, huh. this is pretty slick, you know? Um, so we ended up getting a tent, which I will... We got it from REI. And it's getting, like, shipped there to the local one here. So I'm going to pick it up later this week. Nice. Um, yeah. Because it's, you know, we figure... It's unlikely in my mind that we're ever going to get super hardcore camping, back backpacking, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And if we do, then we can deal with that stuff when the time comes. But for now, it's like, no, we'll just go par- camp in like regular places where you don't need anything crazy. You know, you're not, yeah. you know, you just make do with like a pretty standard inexpensive tent and the little bits and pieces that come along with that. So we got we just got like a little camping bundle that comes with a tent and some sleeping bags and self-inflating mats. Nice. Yeah, so it'll be nice to have that and do a camping trip later this summer, potentially camp to save some money on the way back to California, mm-hmm. um, and then any other time we want to, because that's the nice thing about yeah. living in California. It's a camping weather a lot of the time. Yep. Starting off camping gear is it's a good investment to make, I would say, uh-huh. at least in my opinion. Yeah, and it's something that we've talked about for a long time, but neither of us were, neither of us have been super into camping for quite a long time. Like we both mm-hmm. went with our parents when we were younger, but that's mostly been it. So it's like we've been talking for years about going camping. Every once in a while, we'll talk about it, and we've just never done it together, even though it's something we definitely enjoy. Mm-hmm. So we're finally doing it. Now that we're adults. Yay! <laughs> Adulting! Yeah. So, yes, it was, it was lovely. Uh, but what I actually wanted to start things off with is oh. an even more exciting thing that happened last Six week. Six minutes later. Six minutes later. Um, something that happened last week. Do you know what week it was, Grant? Um... Oh, shoot. Like, was it your birthday or something? No, my birthday's this week. Um, Actually? Yeah, it's on Friday. Oh, thanks for giving me a heads up. Yep. <laughs> I'll get a card in the mail. <laughs> uh, no need. <laughs> okay. But I thought you said you were really into cards, and they were important to you. I, I do like cards, but, like, I don't need them I... from people who have never given them to me. I mean, if you want to, you can go for it, but I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> Well, if it's an important thing to you, I want to, like, participate because, like, I value you and, like... Well, you're welcome I... to if you want to, Grant. Okay. It's up to you. Okay. Um. Anyway, no, it was new sock week. Is... is What does that mean? It means I finally replaced all of my old socks with holes in them with new socks. Oh, my God. <laughs> it feels amazing. <laughs> oh, I bet it does. Uh... Because I've never been much of a sock purger. Like, I don't like buying socks because... Well, there's two main reasons. A, or reason number one, rather. Um, yeah. You can't try on socks before you buy them. <laughs> yep. You know? Um, so you don't really know how they feel, how thick are they going to be, how if they say that they're low-cut, how low-cut are they actually, all those little things. 
You don't, you just can't really tell. Like you can kind of, if you're lucky, you can kind of just feel the fabric and try and get a, a sense for it. But still, that's not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, issue number two, which is related to issue number one, is if you ever look at socks, they're sort of one size fit all, but really they are size six to 12 fits those sizes. Mm-hmm. And it's, and that's typically what I get because it's almost impossible to find socks in a larger size. But as a result, they tend to get kind of stretched out or whatever and wear down faster. So mm-hmm. that's, that's always the other issue is finding socks that actually technically fit my feet. Mm-hmm. But I succeeded. I got a, mm-hmm. I believe it is a, it is a sub brand of gold toe socks. Okay. And they're super comfy. And they weren't overly expensive. And yeah, so now I have uh, many socks, none of which have holes. And they're wonderful. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy with them. Me too. It's a big big deal, you know? Yeah. I don't get socks that often. Mm Mm-hmm. This is... this, This part of the conversation has really made me notice... I just wish you were a tiny bit more vain, Mark. Just a little bit. <laughs> what do you I mean? I feel like we, I feel like we already connect on a really deep level with most things. But like, if you were just like five percent more vain, I feel like that would just expand even further. <laughs> what do you want from me, Grant? Tell me how you want me to be more vain about my socks. Like, like I, I can, I, I can do it. You just gotta let me know. I know what type of sock person you are and I respect it and I understand it. And like, I think it's a valid type of sock person to be like, you just, you buy socks every once in a while. You just replace all the old crappy ones with just whatever rando type of socks. No, 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 you these get. weren't just what, whatever this time. This was oh, a calculated you... decision. What color are your socks? They are not all the same color. For the first time in years. <laughs> Are they all... Could they all be quite uh, accurately reproduced in a black and white photograph? No. Only two-thirds of them are. Only two-thirds of them are. Oh? Two-thirds. Now I need to look. One second. Okay, yeah. So the socks that I'm currently wearing, all of the socks that I have are like a black, gray, and white spotted on the bottom. Like up to like the, I guess you would say, the middle of the thickness of my foot. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like so, to your arch? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We'll go with that. That's as good of a way of saying it as any. Um, but like I'm saying, I'm talking like vertically, halfway. Oh, okay. Yes. Now I see. Right. So the sole yeah, yeah, is yeah. one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the sole, but like kind of creeping up. So like I can still see it from yep. the top and the toes also are the same sort of spottiness and then the actual Mm -hmm. top are a different color so the ones that i'm currently wearing are maroon and yellow so a maroon base with like a little yellow accented logo um okay okay and uh, so so that's the thing is like these were like a sub brand of gold toe like they're not literally just like boring black gold toe socks Mm -hmm. um i've only ever bought those for like dress socks yeah um these are actual athletic socks Mm-hmm. Um, so I have these, and then another pair is white on top with some color accent. I don't remember 
And I think the other ones are black or gray or something. Okay. So a little bit more variety. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, obviously I'm not, I don't have a taste for ostentatious, ostentatious socks. Yeah. Like uh, some people on this podcast might. <laughs> well, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say out. anything. No, I, I know plenty of people. Like, I don't mind people who have that. My manager at work is very similar. He comes in with some rad socks uh, back when we came into the office. Mm-hmm. My little sister is the same. <laughs> she likes crazy socks. Uh, so I'm used to it. Like, I think that it's fun that people like those people and you exist in the world. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not for me, mainly because I don't like ever wearing long socks, except for if I'm dressing up. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, if I'm dressing up, as you know, it's for an occasion that is specifically meant to be dressed up for, not something that I am kind of choosing to dress up for, such as flying in an airplane. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like, okay, no, I'm going to defend the flying on an airplane wearing no, you, Google you, socks. You've mentioned it plenty of times. <laughs> well, no, no, like. Even, even oh, separate socks, from the socks whole, like... specifically, okay. Separate socks from the specifically. Okay. Because, like, in your normal daily life, like, yeah, maybe someone might get a little peakier socks or something. But if you're flying on an airplane, you're taking your shoes off in security, people are going to be seeing your socks. Like, and yes, security so, so is a fun is... time for everyone. So, like, it's a way to brighten up people's day around you. That is... I'm not that... doing it for me. I'm okay. doing it for everyone else. So, this is where I need to bring in... And I don't want to go... The... I don't want to go down this route. All I'm going to say is... Most people, when they go through security, want to be as anonymous as possible. <laughs> uh-uh. Not uh-uh. everybody. Not everybody has the luxury of uh, being noticed in security and having it be a good thing. That's where I'll leave yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, um, this is how they know I'm not a a like a a terrorist or something. What kind no. of terrorist is about to be walking through security in some penguin socks? Like, uh-uh. That's exactly what they want you to think. That's what a shoe bomber would do. I don't think so. I think he'd mm-hmm. be trying to draw attention away from that. So he'd be wearing like a weird hat. No, no. It's like a, it's like a reverse psychology thing. Neither of us are psychologists. Ping- penguin so socks. If it's, a, so. if it's a black base, that's slimming. It would reduce the ability to see the bomb. No, no. It's not a black base. Mm-hmm. Well, in either case. Um, like I said, you do you, man. I'm glad that you like your socks. I just, I don't like long socks in general. Yeah. And if I'm going to get short socks, there's no reason for them to be ostentatious. Not to mention that mm-hmm. my guess, I can't verify this because I have never bothered. My guess is that if I were to try and get, let's say, fun socks is how I'll say it. Um, they are, I've never They're found a pair that's in the material that would be like comfortable for me. Yeah. They're often like incredibly thin and stuff often really slippery like uh, and maybe this is just my memory oh, of christmas God. socks but i like i like socks with some substance to them mm-hmm. but only if they're ankle high at most yeah so in either case new socks new socks are nice congrats yeah may your feet be met with months to possibly years of wonderful wearing I hope so too. I mean, what they're replacing. I uh, I had two different kinds of socks up until now. One were some fancy pairs that I bought sophomore year of college. 
and only started wearing out the past couple months. Mm-hmm. So, like, I spent a good money on those, and they uh, were worth it. Like, they were really good, but they've since increased in price a lot, so I wasn't going to get them again. Uh, and somewhere along the line, maybe a year and a half ago, I supplemented with some just your standard black socks that are really boring and kind of thin, but get the job done. Mm-hmm. But they finally worn out at the same time, so... So I'm hoping that these socks kind of are the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Fulfill all needs. Exactly. That's what I'm all about. The the sock to end all socks. The the Uber sock. The, yes, the, the panacea to all my sock woes. The, 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 no, I don't know. The, the sockening. The, <laughs> the... The sock erection? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I was trying to mix together socks and resurrection. Make it like Jesus, but no, that I one know. Is, no, it doesn't quite work. <laughs> um, Come on, Mark. Help me with this. Yes, and. Here. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I'm, I'm trying to go with you. I'm trying. It's too so, hard. Well, no, another one. So a synonym for sock is stocking. The Is there anything there? The 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 no, seven so. the no I don't know no not really the seven stockings of the apocalypse well that's not quite what I'm going for <laughs> uh, oh well I feel like that when we get to this point in the podcast is when we normally move on am I reading the room right yeah I suppose. Oh, so, so we got Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal by Zach Wienerschmidt. Wienerschmidt? 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 I made sure to say all the pronunciations, so I said it right at least once, hopefully. So we have a a, a bearded man standing looking confused with some like I should have read this comic before but I'm just going to keep rolling with it some (laughs) some like odd thing or like sculpture sticking up in front of him that is like very organic and wavy and appears to be almost as if it's in motion and he he says it appears to change parameters based on the motion of my hands within a toroidal region near its base. What the f- oh, oh, there's more to the comic. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then the next part of the comic is a graph. The y-axis is likelihood of me being able to operate... <laughs> likelihood of me being able to operate any faucet in my room. And the x-axis is classiness of the hotel I'm staying in. The graph starts quite high at x equals zero. The the y value is high and then decreases linearly as x increases until it reaches zero at what I assume is a x value of high classiness of hotel. Well done. Way to get way to get that second half of the comic. Whew. I was so confused at first because it looked like such a complete one, like, panel comic. Mm-hmm. 
And I was because like it's big enough on my screen that I actually have to scroll a little bit up and down to see the first like panel on mm-hmm. its own. Yeah, that's fair. Wow, well, uh, I'm glad I scrolled down a little bit more though. It made it make so much more sense. <laughs> now you should read the comment. You'll actually enjoy this comment. Apparently, the out of work theremin designers have gone into plumbing. <laughs> what? Do you not? Do you not know what a theremin is? <laughs> I do know what a theremin is, but I don't understand how it connects to this because that doesn't look like a theremin to me. The no, but I assume like the, this is a faucet. It changes parameters based on the motion of my hands within a region near its base. Like that's how a theremin oh, works. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go, Grant. <laughs> uh, glad we got there. What is this weird faucet thing, though? Like, is that even a faucet? That's the joke. It's a comic, you know, where they exaggerate real life. Okay. So where are we going with this? Well, I initially just want your general take on hotels. Mm-hmm. My take on hotels? Like, do you, uh, like, I'm trying to think of a, of a very specific question to ask you because that's the only way that I can pin you down. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well you could come here with a like a a pin cushion full of pins and try it that way too but nah, you're faster than me um if you brought a trank gun it might help maybe um but i'm not going to so under what situations would you choose to stay in a hotel let's start there hmm at this point in my life? Yes. Hmm. That's a, actually a really good question. Um, when would I choose to stay in a hotel? If somebody else is paying for it is one option. All right, fair. Um, <laughs> like, like if I'm going on like a work trip or something, like I'm obviously staying in a hotel because they're paying for the hotel. Um, if... If I'm doing like a treat yourself certification, where just like the point of the vacation is to like go somewhere and do nothing, or like I don't know, it's just like it's a treat yourself vacation. I don't I don't even need to explain it past there. Mm-hmm. Like then I'll pay for a hotel, but like if it's a treat yourself vacation, it's gonna be like I'm not gonna be just getting like the cheapest room probably. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, other situations where I'd pay for a hotel. Like, uh, I don't know if there's many past that at this point in my life. Um, if I'm traveling somewhere with someone else, all I would pay for a hotel, like a long car trip with another person. Um, I would probably be willing to get a hotel room um just because like i don't want to like force or subject someone to like my own personal choices when it comes to travel because like if i'm if i'm doing a long car trip on my own i'll figure out some way not to stay in a hotel because i'm a cheap piece of crap (laughs) (laughs) um 
if it's like with someone else, like a friend of mine or something, like I'm not going to expect them to to deal with the like the the very clear rough in it style that I would typically go for. <laughs> this is not something I've thought about, but it kind of like is just hitting me all at once. Like, wow, I'm really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all these, like, really basic situations where it's like, yeah, why wouldn't I pay for a hotel for that? But it's like, nah, I think I'd cheap out and find some way not to pay for a hotel. Like, Interesting. How about you? So, I'm definitely, uh, I want to say way on the other end of the spectrum. Like, I'm not going to turn my nose up at any other accommodations. In particular, so, I, I wasn't sure if you had mentioned this, but... Um, before I answer, I'll ask you this. Um, how much of a distinction do you make between a hotel and like an Airbnb? Oh, um, not much. Hmm. Interesting. At least like in this context. Okay. I would view an Airbnb as kind of like Mm hotel-esque for like the way I was approaching this question, at least. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I figured. Um, so, uh, in recent years, I have been much more of an Airbnb person, not much of a hotel person. Mm-hmm. But that depends, again, similar to what you were saying, like the nature of what you're doing. Like, if mm-hmm. it's a sort of vacation type of thing, like, you know, sometimes if, like, Aaron is visited and it's been, uh, for example, when Aaron visited for... Um, my uh, holiday Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Um, my holiday Christmas party. My company holiday party. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this past year, we decided, oh, let's just like get a hotel afterward because like we have to. We basically have to take an Uber to this thing anyway. It's like near downtown, not near where I live. Oh. Um, like you know, let's just like make it like a night out sort of a thing. You that's know? so fun. Yeah. Um. So that's something that, like we're not you know, we'll do. Or we also did a similar thing the first time we went to Disney World because it's like, oh, we want to mm-hmm. be there like all day and, you know, into the night because it's open pretty late. Mm-hmm. We don't want to then drive an hour and a half back to San Diego. So let's yeah. drive like partway and get a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done stuff like that. And a lot of it sort of depends. Like when it's just travel, I really like Airbnbs and that's been like my default most of the time because then it's like like you said it definitely is hotel-esque like most airbnbs you know you'll at least show up to a made bed and a fairly clean bathroom if nothing else Mm -hmm. um and so you just don't need to worry but it's cheaper you know and often in a you know kind of convenient location um relatively easy to book all that sort of stuff in that way i'm not like a super big hotel person because i use airbnbs pretty heavily okay but as our, you know, opening conversation about camping and stuff makes clear, I'm mm-hmm. obviously not like a big camping person. Not that yeah. I couldn't be, you know, I'm hoping that I can start to make that be a little different and it can be a different thing that I can do. Um, but it's not going to be my first thing to be, oh, I'm going to, you know, go out of my way to avoid going to hotel. Mm hmm. You know, when I was driving back here, 
uh, when everything happened, you know, I was trying to sort out, you know, yeah, where am I going to stay halfway through? I don't know what's all open. Uh-huh. You know, if stuff isn't open or it doesn't seem safe, then I guess I'll just sleep in my car, mm-hmm. you know, at like a Walmart, but I don't want to, but like I would. But why you don't know? you want to? Because it sounds incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> You're starting to accumulate camping gear. It'll become more comfortable much quicker. Not sleep, not literally sleeping in my car. That doesn't make it any more comfortable. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about this off air. No. Um, <laughs> but when it turned out, oh, no, I can get Shut a hotel. Down. I can get a hotel for like, you know, 80 bucks or whatever. Yeah. I can get any size room that I want because they just want occupants. Mm-hmm. And almost nobody was there. Then it was like, okay, cool. Then I'll just go in the hotel because after, if I'm going to do two more than 12 hour days of driving, I'd rather be well rested mm-hmm. and not have to either sleep in a car and not be well rested or need to like spend time, let's say, pitching a tent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, in fairness, like, you know, the tent that Aaron and I pitched, it didn't take long to do. The one that we'll be getting is even easier to deal with. So, you know, it's not a huge deal. You can get simple stuff, but it's still just like a whole other thing. One way or another, I'm in a, I'm in a good position where I'm an adult who makes money. Um, and it's not like a massive burden to go stay in a hotel for a night when I'm driving home. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to be like, okay, now I'm in this place and I can like shower and stuff and I just go to bed. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, a lot of it is just like, it's more about like the convenience of it yeah. than being cheap. Like I'm definitely someone who is more comfortable being like, okay, yes, I can afford this convenience mm-hmm. rather than saying, um, what can I do to avoid the inconvenience of having to pay money for something, <laughs> which is not inherently a bad thing. Like I, I, you know, yeah. I wish that I was more like that in some cases, um, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to be in some cases, but um, it's not like I don't have like the, the the same, like we have different like knee jerk reactions to that that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, and and I think the other thing is, it's on the whole easier to say. You know, to convince everybody that, oh, maybe, no, maybe this isn't right. Now I'm trying to think, like, I don't actually think it is right. But I think that in, in several cases, something like a hotel or an Airbnb, it gives you more options than camping mm. or something. What depending, do you mean by depe- more options? Ex- that's what I was about to say, depending on what options you care about, right? Yeah. So uh, in a hotel, you have to worry about bringing, you don't have to bring as many things. That's That's one thing. Um, you know, you're not bringing camping equipment mm-hmm. one way or another. So that's already something in its favor. Depending on where you're going, camping might not be an option at all. Yeah. You know, either because of location or time of year. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, I did a spring break trip to uh, Virginia and Washington, D.C., little did we know that it would be raining and then snowing for the entire trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a darn good thing that we had a pretty nice Airbnb um, lined up for that trip to make it uh, doable. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Or, or also, I mean, you know, also when I went back to D.C. last year, 
Max and Greg and I got an Airbnb and we split it and it ended up being pretty cheap. But like, there's nowhere to like camp there. You know, yeah. like if you want to go see a city or something, then you need to be in the city. Yeah. So, is there, what I was going to say is just like if you're doing urban stuff, like you have mm-hmm. like it's you're doing like a hotel or a Airbnb or something like that. Like camping isn't realistic for urban areas. Exactly. It's just a it's a stupid decision if you're going to like go see DC and you're going to try to like camp because you're going to be commuting so far to like just yeah, get to like where what you want to do rent a car day. or yeah. what. Yeah. It's just like it's going to end up being more expensive and way more hassle than it's worth. Exactly. Versus, you know, then you get to the opposite of like, okay, I want to go up north. I want to go to a lake or whatever. You know, then it's like, well, the disparity between staying at one of the, oh, actually some of the cabins aren't that expensive. Uh, But still, it's still like, Mm -hmm. you know, multiples of dollars cheaper to camp somewhere overall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you're still, if you're staying at a cabin versus camping, you're likely buying and making food regardless. Mm Mm-hmm. And going out and doing stuff during the day, um, whether that's hiking or whatever else. But it's just like the accommodations themselves, you're just paying less. Mm-hmm. And if um, you're really smart and sneaky, it might be infinitely less. Uh, you know? I, I suppose, yeah. If you know how to, if you know how to pay attention to property. <laughs> well, also, if you like know how, like, there are some places that you can camp legally for free. Well, that's what I'm saying when I say like you know property. Oh, okay. That, that yeah. that's kind of what I mean. Like that, my uh, little sister and her boyfriend, uh, her boyfriend has like some app or something that uh, has a very large database of basically who owns what land and and in any given vicinity, where can you just like camp without it being a problem? Oh, um, I, I discover this. Yeah, I will try and remember to ask her about it and get yes. that to you because I, I mean it sounded cool to me, and I'm not even someone who would care. Yet, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, there, like, there is a lot of, uh, depending on where you're going. Again, you know, places where you can, if if you know what you're doing, easily set up yeah. camp wherever. Of course, that's you know, predicated on extra knowledge. You don't need much extra knowledge to go stay in a hotel or something. Yeah. Um, camping, you need to be much more careful as well if you're off the beaten trail. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. But do you actually have to be more careful, or is it just the fact that being the way that you were raised, the knowledge of hotels is just learned knowledge that you just have now? Versus if you were raised in a way. I did not where... learn about hotels until I started purchasing rooms on my own and I had to go deal with it. I don't think that it's very difficult for people to. <laughs> as so in. The... So here's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about, I'm not even talking about necessarily, you know, renting a place or saying this is where we're going to stay. I just mean, once you're camping and you say, this is where I'm going to stay, there is much there. I think there's objectively more knowledge needed that typically speaking, fewer people have about making it work from that point on in a safe way. Yeah. Right, I don't need to yep. worry about bears in my hotel. <laughs> I don't need to worry about bears when I'm camping about, in certain parts of the country. <laughs> exactly, I don't need to worry about where I put my food in a hotel. Like, like there's just a lot of like, yeah. yeah, yeah, obvious things that you know and I know. Like, I've gone camping. Like I said, like I know the rules. I just 
have not actually had much use for them for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we can go camping sometime. I think camping is wonderful. And I am looking forward to doing that? it more. What? Oh, I don't know. I just heard a weird noise. It's probably nothing. Oh, okay. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. Let's so then we'll keep rolling. Grant has brought Big Nate by Lincoln Pierce. Or is it Pierce? Or is it Pierce? Um, and Do you Nate have your phone near sitting, you? Yes. Okay. It's right in front of my face. Perfect. Um, okay, now I'm just continue. gonna... Yeah, okay, you're very cute, Grant. <laughs> Grant just flicked me off over text, everybody. Hey! Um, Nate, and on that note, Nate is praying... Uh, over family dinner with his parents and he is saying lord on this thanksgiving day we're grateful for the many many blessings of life like dogs for example thank you god for putting dogs on the earth thank you for the simple pleasures the companionship of a faithful dog can provide and on that frame as he's saying that we kind of pan out and both of his parents have opened their eyes and are looking at each other and then Nate says, with an eyebrow raised in slight annoyance, finishes the prayer with, or continues the prayer with, not that I have any personal experience in this area. And his dad cuts him off and says, let's eat, shall we? So, Mark. So, you did a wonderful job reading that comic. I'm going to start off by saying we are not going to talk about dogs, and I would appreciate if you don't talk about dogs, because it's not a useful conversation that I should have right now, because I have major dog envy and really want to adopt a dog, and I shouldn't, so we're just mm-hmm. going to avoid the topic of conversation okay. to help me. Um, why sure. I chose this comic for this week was the idea of simple pleasures. Um, I spent... Throughout the day today, after we kind of decided we were going to record today, I was like, gosh, what am I going to like bring for a comic? Like, what am I going to find? And I just like couldn't settle on a topic. And my whole drive home, I was just like, gosh, I can't think of anything good. I don't know what to talk about. And then I pulled up to like my apartment complex. I'm approaching my building. And and I just had one of like my favorite simple pleasures in life. And it was my favorite parking spot near my apartment was open. And I just pulled in and it just like, for absolutely like very little reason, like, I don't know why it makes me so happy and like, just feels so satisfying, but it just did. It was just like, it brightened up my day. It was this, the stupidest little thing. It made it better. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was just wondering, like, do you have any, any, (laughs) (laughs) I I I was wondering when you'd look at your phone. If you had just been keeping a straight face throughout all that or not. <laughs> nope. Um Yeah. So uh Mark, do you have any do you have any stupid little pleasures that you like other than just like torturing me? <laughs> no, I really don't. Oh screw you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Um, simple pleasures. Well, let me think. Like, aren't there just things that satisfy you in your life that are just, like, super simple? Like, oh, oh, I got another one. When I, like, put a piece of toast in the toaster and it pops up and I can, like, butter it and all the butter melts before it gets too cold Mm. to melt butter. That I'm on board with. So this is a a constant point of a conflict between Aaron and I. Oh, no. Is she wrong? Aaron Aaron knows what's coming. Uh Whenever we have breakfast together. Someone's in charge of various things, right? Uh-huh. And whenever she's in charge of toast, I always say, you know, make sure don't put too much butter on because Erin likes a lot of butter on her toast. Uh, and, and in my mind, what what too much butter means is I can see some of the white of the butter within 30 seconds still. Right? Okay. I want it to be completely melted. I don't. I want to see, like, the greasiness of butter without, like, seeing what, what, what the remains of a pat of butter is. Ooh. Right? So that's my thing. Aaron likes a proper smothering of butter so that it looks like there's just, there was toast and now there's a thin veneer of white butter across the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't do it for me. Interesting. And Aaron can't seem to put the proper amount on my toast either. Hmm. Hmm. But we'll get there. It's a work. It's it's something that we're working on together. Yeah, you know, you have, hey, you have Aaron, to have goals to keep reaching for. Aaron, I don't think you're objectively wrong. Just heads up. I know. Anyway, simple pleasures. There is one that I continue to strive for. Yes. Um, and and I'm sure, and I'm pretty good at it. Which is my water bottle. Um, like most water bottles, it's sort of like a standard cylindrical shape. But then it has a narrower neck, right? Yep. So my goal is always, particularly at night, if I go to fill up my water bottle in the sink or whatever, I can fill it up solely by sound. So once oh, once the yes. pitch of the water gets high enough, my yes. brain has trained that, nope, this is the time to cut off the water supply. Yep. Um, at home, we use like a pitcher for pouring the water. Like we have like a filter, like Brita thing. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of messes with me because it's not a consistent stream. Yep. And like, so I can't quite always hear it, but uh, back in my apartment, I was flawless. I never spilled on myself. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. And I'm not going to continue on because we're out of time, but I'm glad that you had, I'm glad that you had just like a, a nice little thing happen to you, Grant. You deserve it. Thanks. Oh, that's such a, like a sweet and wholesome way to end the episode. Yep, if only I wasn't going to cut it off earlier. 